Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. This is episode 44. Woot woot. We're getting there. Ooh, yeah. Almost almost a full year's worth of uh, podcasts happening here. So much beer. What are we going to do for the 50th episode? Have you guys talked about that yet? 50th or 52nd? 50th. Oh. oh. Is that a special one? It should yeah, be. That's, a, that's the semi-centennial. All right. We'll do, we'll do an hour podcast, and we'll drink some <laughs> beer, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Today on the podcast, we are embracing the peppercorn. We're going to spice it up a little bit. Oh, you've been practicing I that, haven't. haven't you? I haven't. It just came to me. Okay. Uh, so we're only, we're only doing two beers today, because as I, as I said A professor Ian, disapproves. Jason is not Max. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's not true, right? It is right. This, this is, is a truth. Not my most. Wouldn't insightful. that be crazy if the whole time cousin Max was actually Jason? <laughs> just they were the same person. They it's just like used a Family Guy sketch ego. where he just keeps. He's a horse, and actually he's a broom. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just when it comes to having to function after a couple of beers, and these are both very large format bottles. Um, maybe. Maybe like magnums. Jason would like to be able to walk down the stairs. So we're going to just stick to two. It's an elevator. We're good. For today. <laughs> um, all right, all right. What would you like to lead with, Professor? We're going to start off with the Elysian Oddland Peppercorn Saison. Which has uh, some of the coolest art I've ever yeah, seen on it's a label. Like, it's almost like where the wild things are yeah. meet like a video game. That's why Jason likes yeah, it. Slash like, like some it. hippie's acid dream. <laughs> Do you Can have I any experience oh, in acid dreams that you'd like to share with us? No. Are they anything like malaria pill induced? Like never having experienced <laughs> either, I don't know that I could tell you. Okay. Shannon has experienced uh, malaria pill nightmares, and they apparently this looks beautiful. I'll say that much. It does. I love saison. Adroit thought it was a little crazy because they're like, no one ever gets as excited about Saison as you do. It's a much darker orange than I was expecting it to be. It smells good. Would anyone care for a little more? Let me sip left. it first and All then right. I'll let you know. How's that for being fair? It's, um, it smells really rich, actually. Richly is not here today. <laughs> Oh, I have to admit this to you. I yeah. know that you do the write-ups, but every time that you write him up as Rookid Rich, I change it because I think it's so mean. Why? Wait, you just, what do you write? I just write Wicked Rich. But that's not what it is. <laughs> You're changing it. Yeah. It'd be like if you just started calling me the teacher. <laughs> it's not the professor. It's not the same thing. No. He's Rookid Rich. I don't... I. My spell check I hates it. I get a lot it. of, uh, like, Barney hay on the nose of this. So you get the farmhouse part of the I saison? Do. Yeah. Wet grass. Why wet did I hay get more. The, I got the amazing glass. Because you deserve it, Jason. Well, thank you. But no, why did I get this glass? This is gigantic. I and mean, where's it from? Uh, that is one of um, Jason's. Yeah. Jason Klein? The glass blower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. That was the that 2012 was model. Correct. <laughs> That's neat. It holds so much. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like he stiffed me on a pour, but I don't think that's the case. I think <laughs> this is a uh, pretty decent pour. Yeah. I got more if you need, though. What's the ABV on this? Excellent question. Um, Dear mistress. I'm going to uh, say that I taste the barnyard, too. Is that the wrong thing to say? 7%. I taste wet straw. <laughs> that's what I smell. Okay. So really? I'm not... I felt a little bad saying that. Yeah, but I said, that's, hey, but yeah, I, I don't meant get yeah. that. straw, basically. I don't get that at all. Yeah, with all of your experience growing up on farms, you actually smell... You would think it would stand out more for me, <laughs> but, but no. Can I see the art real yeah. quick? I want to see the side of this thing. I don't, uh, I don't taste the, the straw as much. So green peppercorns for the non-culinarians of the world... It, peppercorns come in different colors. This one actually uses three. Oh, does it? Yeah, this is black, uh, red, and pink, white, and green. Pink, white, and, and black. Green. I'm sorry. Okay. So four. That's quite a bouquet of peppercorns. Bouquet. It's yeah. like the medley that you can buy at the supermarket. <laughs> yes. But. 
Oh, and that's what they have him holding here. Oh, is that what isn't it is? It? I think. A tray is that of what the lion? Because they have all the different colors. It's a Lannister beer. <laughs> it's a golden lion on the front, but he looks scary. There is some. And the exhale on the nose, there's some serious pepper there. But I'm going to say more like the red. Like, Fancy. it's not as. I can feel it like it lingers on the tongue with a little burn. Right. Uh, I don't get like, oh, this tastes like pepper though. I see. I I think it doesn't taste like pepper. I think it tastes like peppercorn. Um, like biting into a peppercorn. Yeah. That tastes like pepper, in my mind. <laughs> oh, okay. Not like ground pepper that you like well, shake on your. Well, I'm just saying there's a difference when you go somewhere and you get a, a salad and they say, "Do you want fresh, fresh ground, ground pepper. pepper?" Yes. That like you can hear it cracking the peppercorns, right. and then that flavor is just not the same as you know when you're sitting at fill-in-the-blank chain restaurant that you don't ever go to, therefore right. this so analogy sucks. Right, so I think sucks. of pepper, I think of the fresh ground cracked peppercorn. <laughs> okay. So I don't know what that other flavor would be that you're maybe talking about. So each one has a different flavor of peppercorn? Each That's color, yes. Mm -hmm. Each color. And I like would peppers, wager... Like, you know, hot peppers, pepper. basically. Or, okay. or, you know, not even hot peppers, but... So in our thing at home, we have all sorts of different colors in there, Correct. so it's just a mixture. I buy the medley. Okay. I would wager that when you buy the pre-crushed pepper and all you Probably see is black, black and white... It's probably just black peppercorns and then like the white husks or the insides or whatnot. Okay. So, um, green Actually, peppercorns. I kind of like this, and I am getting the pepper on it. The more yeah, the more I'm you drink it, to it, it lingers. The pepper it does lingers. not feel like a saison to me. I'm not sure what I would call it to be honest, but it doesn't feel like I know that Adroit said that their one saison was like pushing the limits of the style. Right. I would call this similar. Um, but it could just be because, like, I associate certain flavors with Saison, certain, like, the freshness and whatever, and here, I didn't mean t to sound like I didn't like it. I'm a farm girl. Wet straw's not necessarily a bad thing. It smells so like home. A, when I <laughs> first took a sip of this, I thought, wow, yeah, no, that is definitely a Saison. Oh, did you? But then, as it keeps going, the pepper keeps sort of piling up. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't taste the pepper at all on the first sip. Yeah. I, I smelled the, uh, you know, the wet straw uh, and then I tasted like oh saison cool and then now more and more of the peppers coming out which I like I like that it's got that uh, I feel like I taste the pepper the it. most not with my tongue my cheeks get it a little bit the top of my mouth gets it a little bit yeah it's hitting me in the back of the mouth oh it's like a punch. that's what she said oh. <laughs> in stereo <laughs> long distance high five and for the win <laughs> Our studio is coming all shapes and sizes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, today is a very relaxed podcast day. Yeah, actually, there will be a photo online if you want to um, yes. check it out. <laughs> the beer mistress in bed. Yeah. Podcast would, in bed. You would think it's racy, but I'm still in my dress. I'm presentable. I didn't do my hair for this, though. Let's be real. <laughs> this is a good time, though, to bring up that we do do breakfast in bed sometimes because we live life elegantly not all three of us necessarily. no okay no. <laughs> yes no. all three of us have had breakfast in bed not that together. is true but never all three <laughs> together like, this is one of those situations where the comma needs to be appropriately placed yes <laughs> okay. good commas um you we sometimes have recommended beers for breakfast in bed it doesn't always have to be like life and limb is a great a great breakfast in bed beer or um, we were just talking, actually, this is going to bring up some bad episode one memories, and I apologize, but at work we were just talking about Voodoo Donut, <laughs> and it's got that maple, it's got the, the smokiness of the bacon. As much as I didn't love the sweetness of it, it really does have a lot of breakfast flavors going on. Ooh, sorry to interrupt, I just had a little burp there. Totally got a lot of pepper on that. <laughs> just saying. Um, also, I like Lambics for breakfast. Because it's like having your juice in the morning. There you go. But instead it's like, ah, some blackberry juice. It's also a little beery. And it's only 4%, so you're not going to get, like, tanked. You can, like, still go about and have the rest of your day and not just be like, oh, I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> right. That's the one tough... Well, see, I do that a lot, though, because I get it's up early. It's almost like having a, uh, a Bellini. You know, it's oh, got, yeah, yeah. You know, champagne and, and fruit juice, but I instead you're it. just drinking a, a Lambic. I, um, I have a habit of getting up early running out and getting everything you need to make a nice fresh breakfast, bringing a bottle of champagne, 
eating breakfast, drinking the champagne, and going. Oh, sounds rough. Nap time. <laughs> you know, it's now ten o'clock, but I've had half a bottle of champagne and a, have a full belly, so it's time for a nap. I can attest that this happens. Yes. <laughs> I think uh, I need chocolate uh, stout. I need somebody to do that for me. Come make me breakfast in bed, and then I'll take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> That's my preference, I think, for uh, chocolate stout. Yeah. Chocolate stout. Mocha stout. With like a uh, with a nice. Like sweet, like French toast or something. Yeah, like waffles. Well, yeah, I pretty much always do French toast if I can get Shannon to make it for the mornings. Yeah. What about Belgian waffles with like chocolate drizzle and strawberries? That sounds that fantastic. Do we have a waffle right maker? Now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Two, actually. <laughs> <laughs> have yes. we ever used them? <laughs> they're breeding. <laughs> <laughs> there is, yeah, they're. Uh, when a third one shows up, you can open a business. <laughs> Forget the goose that lays a golden egg. I've got waffle makers got that waffle, are procreating. Waffle irons. Um, it was one of my Black Friday purchases. Oh, yeah. I still... The problem... The reason we have two and we actually might end up with a third is I have yet to find... I, I'm I'm a schmuck about waffles. Like, I just... I'm a waffle snob. I hate those shallow ones. Yes. I want a you gotta nice You got to get one of those nice Belgian. deep... We used to have one of those and it was awesome. Uh, my parents. And we would make... It was like... It made four plate like size like all waffle. together yeah. it was like four different squares of waffle and each one could like feed a person but instead we'd make one for each of us oh so it was just God. like this enormous belgian waffle and my dad had this great recipe that he would use so they were like so fluffy and light and sweet mm. they have I a lot can of good recipes. picture them your family has a lot of good recipes. they do have a lot of good recipes his burgers oh my goodness and like he just makes them up I, I've seen him make them. There is no recipe for that. It's just like it's something was, you have to know. I was a little concerned after our Fourth of July barbecue because he took me aside and it, like in my head, this isn't actually how it happened, but based on his like persona and his tone of voice, I felt like he like was taking me by the hand and patting my hand and he's like, "Sweetie, we need to talk." I'm like, oh, "Okay, Uh-oh. what's going on?" Like you're not allowed back ever. No, he <laughs> says. Um, so next year, I know this is your second time. Next year, you need to you need to buy the right meat for my burgers, because <laughs> you know everyone buys 80-20. and because he puts so many different like herbs and like additions into, he wants eighty five fifteen. He wants it to be a little leaner because he's adding seasoning and softness. He throws and, eggs in there too. Yes. Why not? So, I mean, I get it. Everything really is better with eggs. It's true. I had one for breakfast. It was delicious. This is actually stinging the back of my throat a little bit now. Nice. Just the pepperness of yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know what's going on with I'm that. I'm digging it. It's a little like sour. It. It's different. Uh, I checked on Rapier. It only got a 67. What? And I like this way more than a 67. Uh, I think Bud Light got a 48. So. See, that seems somewhat appropriate, though. <laughs> right, but I'm saying if it managed to get almost a 50, I don't think this should only get a 67. That's true. Although anything less than 50 is, like, not I, drinkable, I would say. Agreed. So, <laughs> speaking of, uh, I had a little bit of a back and forth with one of my coworkers this week about uh, what the king of the bad beers is. Oh, so, so like the go, worst, the, the best, best of, of the worst? worst? The best of the worst. Or like the worst of the you, worst, like the king, more, like I triumph over all of you because I'm even worse. No, like the the top of the number one. Top, I would say the lesser the of the evils. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I like it. The lesser um, of all evils. So yeah, his his argument was if you go between Bud Light, Miller Light. Uh, What's Miller Light? Light? What's with the popularity of all these light beers? Tastes great, less filling. <laughs> First of all, the whole filling thing has nothing to do with anything. It's just. I had that argument with someone about Guinness the other day. Yeah, it's like oh, you're still drinking the same amount of liquid. It's not like. <laughs> I don't get it. His but, like, why is, like, Miller Lite? Like, why is that their flagship beer? Why do they sell so much of it? And why are all these dudes pounding Miller Lights? Like... Drink Miller High Life like that a sounds man. Like, yeah, that sounds like something, you know, like the 90-pound little girl. blonde girl is going to drink. Why do you want to be in the same league as her? <laughs> Whatever. So he thought PBR. He thought that would be the most... Uh, That's because hipsters like it. PBR? Yeah. Really? PBR is like the biggest hipster beer ever. At the man, they charge like fourteen dollars for like a big <laughs> can of PBR, and you wow. can get Magic Hat and stuff for the same price. And like Victory, I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I'll take one of them instead. <laughs> is that the one that comes in the little like mini keg thing? 
or no? Heineken comes. Heineken, Heineken, comes Heineken does mini that. Keg. That's yeah. right. I wish more beers would start doing that because I would buy one of those if it was something besides Heineken. Yeah. Then you have a little keg at home of like you know you can get. It's like well, a growler, like a. It's like a growler, growler, but you don't like a growler goes bad after a couple of days. It doesn't right. go bad. It goes flat. Right. You know, I don't. I want to drink flat beer, but the keg, the mini keg, keeps it cool, keeps it fresh. Why is Heineken the only one doing this? They're not the only one. Because most people wouldn't want to drop the cost of a case of beer on a single what looks like an item of beer. You know, if there's like twelve beers worth in that mini keg, they'd have to charge you like it's you know a half case of beer. So, so realistically, what's it going to take to set up like an awesome beer station in my house with like taps and Berlin? <laughs> Berlin. <laughs> I don't need Berlin to like live in my say, house. Well, first off, you need a cage in the basement where Berlin lives. And I live in a basement. <laughs> Where's he going to go? I do have an extra room, apparently. Potentially, at least. Now hiring roommates. Call <sighs> Ian. I really don't want a roommate. Oh, but you're so friendly. Except Debatable. the cage, minus the cage. Yeah, well, we don't you talk know, about the cage until you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's no way out. <laughs> so swallow a lot of keys before you move in. Yeah. And hope one of them fits. <laughs> so I, I, I might have, I, I have to fess up, I guess. I might have uh, volunteered a podcast with this person to go through and do a taste, a blind taste test of all of the worst beers. And... Uh, Figure out which one is the best. Pretty sure I'm April Fool's have to episode? miss that one. April Fool's episode. April Fool's, I didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're saying it, and Ian like just the Superman. Face. Like I could feel him melting my brain with Superman <laughs> dart like, eyes. I had cores once. It was bad. <laughs> I might be able to pick it out of a crowd. I might not. They might all taste the same. Now are we are we we're not trying to identify them. We're just blind taste testing no. and being like, I like this one the right, best exactly. of all of these shitty beers we just. If right. we're gonna ever do a blind taste test, can we do like the legit? really crappy ones, like Natty Natty Light yes. and yeah. like yeah. Schlitz? Sure. I think Schlitz might win. Just can we go somewhere name. where we can only buy one bottle at a time of these things, so we don't have to buy cases of them all to taste test? Well, them? we could do cases of them all, and then when people ask for water, we could give them those. <laughs> That's what I did when I was out the other day. I almost the... brought you one last night when you asked for water. I was just gonna bring out a Miller Light. The restaurant I was eating in did not have anything other than Bud Light, Miller Light, Stella. I don't even think they had Stella. It was just I was a whole say, bunch. I would say Stella's at least not awful. I'd have gone for Stella. Yeah, well, they don't, yeah, they didn't have Stella. And uh, what was the one we were just talking about? Heineken. Those were the only ones that they uh, offered, so I had to choose the... Not even like a, a bucket of ponies? Rolling Rock? I could have gotten a mixed drink, I guess, but uh, That's I didn't. what I So did. no, when I was trying to, I had one. And then they have a little, tiny little thing at the bottom that says, uh, we also have some local craft brews available. So after my first Bud Light, I was like, well, let me see what the craft brews are. So I asked the bartender, what, what do you have? She said, uh, we have Bud Light and Miller Light and... You're like, I uh, said craft brews, damn it. <laughs> it's like, uh, that, that's a harp, I think, was the other one. And I was like, okay, first off, local. Local craft brews, no. <laughs> right. Ireland doesn't count as local. Yeah. And the, uh, finally she did say, oh, we also have some IPA or something like that. I said, I will take the IPA. Thank you very much. I don't care where it's from because the big guys don't really make IPAs so much, so it's probably yeah. safe. So what is the next one? Well, if some of y'all catch up. You can't see if I'm caught. Oh, you can. What? <laughs> I have eyes. <laughs> it's hard to don't see through this me. thing. Don't belittle me. You have, oh. you have window behind you though. It lights it up. It's, uh, yeah, it's shines through. Yeah. Okay, so shines I um, I felt a little bad after the birthday podcast. I mean, I love Cousin Max and Richly. Nobody loves Cousin Max. Oh. <laughs> I do. He's all right. That was a random interlude. Um, I do not feel for being our first logger ever in forty-two episodes. I do not feel like we gave Brooklyn the attention they deserved, especially like, since it was a really solid logger. It really was. I was quite pleased, and I never thought I'd say nice things about a logger. If and I could get a case of that, I might drink logger. Um, I don't think I'd want to pay for a case of that, though. So I just bought another Brooklyn to podcast about in the future. But the reason I thought of this is I got into a very long hops conversation with someone the other day about like all the different types and how it affects flavor, et cetera, et cetera. The Brooklyn that I bought, I think it's called Sorachi, and it's named after an entirely new strain of hops that they invented that is only- like pepper. It is, it does! Um, but it's only grown in like one, like one field in 
Oregon or something. That's awesome. Um, Do they make it up? Do they like create? I feel the like string? they like cross pollinated. Yeah. Yes. So I I'm like very that. excited to try this beer. Um, so maybe in like two or three episodes because I don't want to do it right away since we just did Brooklyn, but I did want to make sure that they got another shout out because they make a good product and we just didn't give them the attention Ooh. that they deserved. All right. Tell me good things. Solid. Well, uh, I don't know anything good about this because I haven't had it, but uh, this is the Brewer's Art, which is actually in Pottstown, PA, so <laughs> a potential ding, ding, ding. visitation right, uh, maybe for some conjugal and they can give us some, some beers, you know. Uh, Are you offering their... the conjugal and I'll have the beer, or how does that work? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought we could we could do a little visit and see what happens. A little trade? See how it turns out. <laughs> uh, this is their green peppercorn triple, which we first saw, or at least I first saw, uh, when we were doing the birthday beer, beer dinner. dinner. Yep. Uh, and I said, oh, that looks interesting. That looks very interesting because I like spice. I like triples. Uh, and then we saw somewhere else. Somebody else mentioned it. I think the other birthday beer dinner. Yep. He was like, oh, yeah, have you ever had that? And I was like, we just saw that. Um, <laughs> but we've still never had yeah, it. Yeah, still haven't had it, though. Which is why so I bought it. now we're going to try it. Oh, no, this could be one of those quirk ones. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Do we need Y'all to get you, like, a towel I, uh, or something? To... You know what we should put in our podcast kit? Maybe one of those, like, grippies for opening kitchen jars or something <laughs> like that? That's a good idea. Yeah. The blue thing we have in the yeah. No one would know if he's like actually wearing like your fight gloves right now, trying to get that open. Would be kind of a badass picture. I'm a little concerned about my eye. I feel like it's gonna hit my eye. I've never popped a champagne cork. Oh, I do have to say, since we were talking like, about lambics, it's never hit the hit the ceiling. I always keep them. Where did they do it? It was uh, adroit, right? That one of them <laughs> shot into the air. Oh, like it was a good pretty Yeah, they they unwrapped the cage and it just popped. <laughs> Which is the opposite of the problem we had when we couldn't even get the cage off. <laughs> Oh. All right, that is quite quite a cork. Got is it like nice is half the it. bottle cork or? <laughs> Such a sad little sound for so much work. <laughs> it's a neat cork though. It is. Oh, my hands all like cramped up from holding that bottle. Wow, someone needs to Good work time. out more. Oh, that was a tough cork. Yeah, you need to work out your hand a little more. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he says it. I've got someone that does it for me. <laughs> yeah. uh. Are they in Pottstown? What's his name? <laughs> Sten. Buzzinga. Sten. <laughs> oh, really? Because I called Vlad and sent him over. Vlad? No, I don't like Vlad. We yeah. had a fight. I gave myself a nice big pour of this. So you, you've got some catching up to do here. To I get. only have one swig left. That's like three if you weren't doing it in one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, nice head on this. Very effervescent. I love seeing that trail of, uh, of carbonation just run like a little column up the center. Pardon mm. me, I need a minute to swallow yeah. that one big... That one, one sip you had that left. That one big sip I had left. Oh, come on, Jason. Give a girl a real pour. <laughs> I love triples and I love peppercorns. There we go. Now we're talking. Yeah. I like that I have a clear glass this Oop, time. Sitting so down in the chair. All right. Good... Elegant sit into the seat. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just poured. I'm just poured myself some some triple. We all know how much Jason likes the triple. This is like the worst smell I've ever had in my entire life. I like that the last one we said smells like wet straw, and that was a good thing. And now we've moved to. Um... See, this doesn't really <sighs> smell like a triple to me. This I get the pepper on the nose on this one a lot. Maybe it's just because of the farmhouse before it. That could be. What's the ABV on this one? God, you're asking me all these questions. <laughs> it smells like uh, the 120 minute Damn to me. talking. The dogfish had 120 minute? Um, I don't think it smells quite as sweet as the 120. See, I, I get a lot of sweet on that. That was actually... Maybe what, it's my fancy glass. What Jason neglected <laughs> to tell you is that the guy who um, brought up doing this blind taste test, you know, best of the worst, also said he's got a bunch of 120 minutes, so he'll bring that over too. Oh, and I said, he's been well, aging it. He's been aging it since Well, November. then, okay. <laughs> I said, okay, well, in that case. You got to leave with the carrot, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Say, hey, you want to drink some 120 aged since November? Yeah. Well, you also have to drink this crap first. <laughs> That's All the right. reward? Is that the reward for getting yeah, through Yeah, it washes test? the palate. Yeah. I was thinking like little shot glasses. We're not doing like full beers of each thing. Oh, thank oh, God. That's even better. Yeah, yeah. This, this gets, you know, not like a good idea, but it becomes less <laughs> terrible. Less awful. 
If we did a full beer of each one of those, I would probably have the worst hangover the next day because it's like so... Oh. I'd be full. <laughs> all that liquid. You couldn't possibly, not with all the light no. beer that you'd be drinking. <laughs> I feel like I could sober up now by drinking Bud Light. Or Miller Lite. I think so. I think I would probably have a very skewed perception of what I could drive. Like, oh, I, I had four beers, you know, but it's four of those beers. Which is like two of our beers. And I couldn't really... This have... is 9.2, per, by the way. Thank you. 9.2%. I couldn't probably have four of those beers in an hour. I would be unhappy and full, unless I was, like, thirsty. Oh, no. They'd have to be really cold, You're though. You're missing Jason's face right now. Oh, no, I'm seeing that. That's... <laughs> All kinds of awful. <laughs> I don't like triples. Why did you? I don't understand why, though. They're so wonderful. Don't they have something like coriander or something in them usually? Not all of them. Some of them do. Yeah. Isn't it a normal thing, though, for a triple to have a coriander or whatever? Um, I don't think so. Oh, wow. Oh, I like that. Um, I'm going to go off the beaten path here a minute and minute. I'm not kidding when I said that the beer mistress is laying in bed and twice in the last 15 seconds the headboard has absolutely, sh like, shaken? Shooken? Not shooken, that's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't know, I'm sitting here and it's becoming, I'm like, what's going on on the other side of that wall? I would Hopefully really like something to know. fun, but very quiet, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, it was just, I noticed most because I was about to take a sip of my beer and then the whole headboard went, so. So I get... I don't know if this is going to be like the other one. I get less pepper off of this. I can smell it. And when I taste it, it's like it's got a bitterness to it, which I will associate with the pepper. But I don't taste pepper. I like that it a lot. It's, it's sweet, but not syrupy. It's smooth and refreshing. Um, and it makes Jason make that face. So, I mean, could we go wrong? I get the sweet. I definitely get the sweet on that. I don't get any peppercorn. I get the peppercorn and the back third of my tongue. Which is what I had for the last one. I need a coffee refresher. Hold on. Right. I'm sure that like people with real palates are freaking out right now. Let me have some What's espresso. Real real like, all you do is, is compliment <laughs> his palate, and now you're going to mock him? A cybernetic implant of a uh, He does. Here. He has a rock star palate. But I'll tell you what, guys. Seriously, if you can give a little burp, you get a lot of pepper off of that. I don't <laughs> you know, know what I probably can't do what, on cue is burp. It's like the grossest thing on a podcast ever for somebody <laughs> driving into work or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it would not be pleasant. Mm, pepper. Hey, guys. Burp, you'll thank me. <laughs> and you'll feel less full. You're welcome. It's good for you. So who is this brewery? I don't know anything about the this The Brewer's place. Art, they're called. The Brewer's Art. Which? From Pottstown. I've... I feel like I've had some of their other stuff, but I don't... Oh, no, I was thinking of uh, the guys that do Snap and Root. They're like art in the age of... Art in the age of something. And they're also from Pennsylvania, though. Yay, Pennsylvania. We've been putting a bunch of articles on uh, our Facebook page. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. How awesome small town Pennsylvania can be. Yeah. I, I think we get a reputation, and I don't know. Things are a-changing. I'm very excited. Not our liquor laws, but... <laughs> <laughs> right? But we'll find ways to get around that if we can. Apparently we are. It's pretty awesome. So I think, I think we should take a moment to uh, talk a little bit about our, our trip to Adroit last, uh, last Sunday. Mm -hmm. we, we did a podcast about them, I don't know. Not that long ago. Six podcasts ago, maybe. Yeah. Maybe even fewer. Uh, and since then, they extended an invitation for us to come down and check out uh, basically what is their space right now. They have just, they've completed plans to start the build out of what will be their brewery tasting room. I think we went at the right time, though. Room. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty good timing, I think. Because they're not allowed, uh, all right, so they're in Virginia, and apparently the way the Virginia laws go, once they file the paperwork... They're not allowed to brew. They're not allowed to do anything, yes. which I think is a ridiculous rule for a business to be like, oh, you want to sell stuff? Cool. You can't make anything for three months. You can make stuff ahead of time, but as soon as we give you the license, you can't. Yeah, you're not allowed to do anything. Right. Or put the so if we went during the build-out, it would have been a very dry visit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> be like, well, these are some tanks, and we brought a case of Keystone. <laughs> so... 
Um, but yeah, they, they had us down and they gave us a little tour of what will be their facility. And I think it's going to be, the plans look great. We the have imagination. It's pretty so awesome. It is. Yeah. It's beautiful out there too. Purcellville, Virginia. Yeah, it was my first time. I don't think it's on the way to anywhere. No, I was going to say I can't imagine why I would be down around that way for any other reason. <laughs> <laughs> but they did regale us with all sorts of wonderful beers. They let us try everything, pretty much. Everything they do is pretty dark. Like, I would say, like, medium to dark. We really didn't... Yeah, like the Cezanne. Yeah, even the Cezanne. <laughs> well, but even the Cezanne... Not only was it very flavorful, but it, if you know you pour it in a clear glass, it's not like it was. Yeah, no, they did a lot of nice solid stouts, amber. and they're doing a lot of great aging, which is very cool. I like that. They have quite a uh, quite a collection of barrels that they've amassed from different uh, bourbons and gins and whiskeys and stuff from around, and they also have a huge uh, wine cask that they're gonna age some beer in. So I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, maybe one day trying some of those things and seeing how they turn out. So Mark is the owner, and he's the one you met, right? In yeah, I met Mark uh, in Philadelphia. In and Maniunk. then Greg is the brewer. And uh, there are pictures of both of these guys also on our Facebook page if you guys want to meet. They're Check them super out. friendly, and um, I know that... And they're making some really great beer. You might not find it anywhere unless you go make a special trip but i would say that depending on your drive radius it could very much be worth that special trip oh i i agree completely i did, really didn't have anything i didn't like there were some things right. i liked more than others but and we were there for a good five hours <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah and we finished with a cigar how great was that yeah i liked that personally also awesome is they're collaborating with the Dashing Rogue on one of their upcoming beers mm -hmm. because as we were touting on the podcast, the side of their bottles has a cheese pairing, a food pairing, and a cigar pairing. Which was neat when we were going through because they actually gave us the cheeses to go with some of the beers. And it was... Some really fancy cheeses. I mean, well done. Yeah. You know, they, it wasn't just, oh, I went to my cheesemongers and picked a random cheese. It was... My cheesemongers? <laughs> Who has cheesemongers? You oh. do. Well, yeah, Hello. I do. <laughs> Where Most people have Wegmans. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you taught me that word, so why are you making fun of me for it? Because <laughs> you can. Just saying the average person might not have access to a local cheesemonger. <clears throat> but the if they do, absolutely. Says the guy who was complaining in a bar on a Saturday night last night that he doesn't have a tailor. I wish I had one. It's like one of the few things I'm missing when it's like, oh... You, you know, were talking to a droid about that last week, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, we've, we've even spoken of it on the podcast. I know a lot of people, or I know people that know people, so I can almost always find whatever you're looking for. I don't have a good tailor. I don't have a tailor at all. That was me for the longest time and a cobbler. I just needed a good cobbler, and lo and behold, I found one. Unfortunately, he's an hour away. A good cobbler's worth an hour drive, though. Uh, especially his prices. It makes it okay, you know? It's that's, like that's, good work That's and part of what I need to find a good tailor is someone that's not necessarily in my neighborhood where they're going to charge me three times what the business is worth just because they can. I should probably just find you an Amish woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say. Can I keep her in the cage? <laughs> no. No? Oh. Just throw a Bible down there. You're fine. Yeah. Oh. No? All the Amish women listening to this podcast <laughs> are going to be very offended by this. I'm sorry, I won't put you in cages. Okay, you realize the flaw with what you just said, right? Yes. They can't okay. listen to us. That's why it was funny. We could go do a They speak could do it in their one. barn, though. They could. I'm sure they're out of the barn, like huddled in the corner listening to the micro review. Yep. Oh, it's man. like a crank radio. <laughs> Isn't that an amazing picture in your head, though? It is. I love it. Oh, I'm, I'm picturing so like seven Amish women in a circle with a crank radio that somehow accesses iTunes. Like every five minutes they switch off because their arm gets tired. <laughs> Got their little MacBook Pro. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. One of them's got like foil on their head trying to get Wi-Fi. Better or... signal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, so that just happened. <laughs> Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, this is good. We were actually, we were um, looking at houses yesterday and we came upon a buggy and Jason goes, Am I allowed to pass a buggy? <laughs> and I'm thinking if well, you... Well, it's like there's, God no, dotted, so. there's no dotted lines on the road, so oh. normally you're not allowed to 
cross that I line. think that's like a bicycle. You just kind of like... That's exactly the like, metaphor. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to I'm just gonna scooch over halfway into the other lane real quick, just so... Because I don't want to hit you, bicyclists, and, you know... If you couldn't pass a buggy, nothing would happen in, like, five counties ever. of Pennsylvania ever. Yeah. Especially on Sundays. That's true. Hmm. So, anyhow, great times at Adroit. Check them out. Befriend them. Have them invite you to their brewery. And drink with them. So, they expect to open to the public probably November-ish. And oh, if really? Not, that fast? Yes. Yeah. Okay. If they're not open by November-ish, don't hold it against them. Hold it against the state of Virginia and their Because they're the worst. Yes. Well, maybe the second worst. <laughs> Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania being the worst. Okay. I'm pretty sure, like, Utah is not great or something. No, Utah is really the worst because you can only brew certain ABVs. You can't That's brew true. above certain ABVs. Then, Until like, recently, they changed that law. Did they? We did a, a podcast with one of the beers. Uh, we I had high know. hopes for it, and it didn't really pan out. But it was a, uh, it was one of the first breweries that was that opened to be able to brew higher than like the four percent ABV. That, that would be kind of awesome. I'm gonna say if a fan wanted to do it because I probably just don't have the time. But to go through our podcasts, list, like list out all the beers and whether or not it was, like, good, bad, or neutral based on our feedback. Like the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'd really like to hear how our success rate of like picking beers for the podcast. That would be kind of mm. interesting I to think see. We have our a, stats. a fairly high success rate, I would say. I agree. Personally, it's going to be hard as the years go about on. It. Oh yeah, but just like right now, thinking and and our taste will change as the years go on too, and seasonal whatever. But and was, beers was, themselves are changing. Sure, that whole time. Thankfully, there's new stuff coming out all the time, so it's not Which like I'm we're, excited by. Personally, that's why you're into beer, isn't it? I like, never get I bored. like new stuff. Yes, you do. I do. New and shiny. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> That's the only sad thing, though, is if you find something you really like, you only get it for that temporary period of time, and then but it's then, gone. But then you have that wonderful memory of it. Um, says the guy with a case of Hop Slam who realized he wasn't supposed to age it, and now he's like... Exactly. <laughs> it's the guilt and the feeling of loss that's making me say that. But now you know, and now you'll drink that Hop Slam every year as soon as you get it. And you'll look forward to it instead of lamenting that case that's gone bad. It's still pretty good. I had one Friday, so two days ago. And um, it's just not quite as citrusy and... The flavors get more. It's like spices, you know? Like spices don't really go bad. They won't kill you if they sit around too long, but they'll get less potent. For a 10% beer, it's... I think when it's fresh, it's pretty light and crisp and like refreshing. And it's a little heavier now, and some of the flavors just aren't as light. So I know with the Dogfish Head, the 120-minute, um, as you age it, it gets more alcoholic. So right, it starts at 18% or something well, like that. Well, we've heard varying, to 20 something. varying stuff about that. Can it ever go the other way? Can you start with a more alcoholic beer that over time gets less alcoholic? That would be a great question so. for Verlin. Because the so. alcohol comes from the sugar. And right. once the sugar's in there, I don't think there's anything that can really remove it. Uh, and the reason that potentially the dogfish head gets more alcoholic is because the sugar is still fermenting basically in the bottle. Right. It continues to break down or whatever. Yeah. Which makes sense because it is, I mean, it's like a thick beer. Though I was excited because... But I've heard a lot of people say that beer does not get stronger as it ages. It's not, it gets more flavorful. The flavors change. But it doesn't actually but it doesn't change get, its ABV. Yeah. Um, I just got an email saying that the 120 Minute was just released at the Fairfax and that I like, like I like the 120 on draft, um, but I have yet to really find the bottle. Like maybe it's, maybe I'm like a three and a half year old bottle girl or something. Like maybe there's a, a time when I like it in the bottle, but I have yet to find a bottle that I really enjoy. So I was excited to see that it's on draft. I'm just gonna throw this out real quick. Speaking of just finding out stuff, I was actually just made aware uh, this Tuesday evening so the day the podcast uh, the, the releases? The 23rd, okay. the day you're hearing this. Uh, if you're in the Philadelphia area and that evening, if you'd like to go to Jose Pistola's, uh, starting at 7 p.m., they're doing a Thirsty Dog. Ooh. Uh, they're going to be, not Tell debuting, but they're going to be uh, pouring some of their stuff. And they have uh, one, of their, one of their employees on hand to answer questions about Thirsty Dog, or life, as it says in the invitation. Uh, do so do you know wanna, where Thirsty Dog's out of? 
Uh, offhand, I don't. Although I don't know that there's I've so heard many of different them. dogs. There's flying dog, and there's mm. thirsty dog, and there's another one too. Mad dog. Mad dog. That's not a beer. No. <laughs> no, that's like a very awful cheap wine that was the first alcoholic beverage I ever had. Yes. Gross. It Mad tastes dog like cough syrup. Yeah. It's it's like it's awful. Just you can respect me a little letter, a little less right I now. I remember you kept half of the bottle of that for. I mean, what a She decade? thought it would get better. No, it's more like, <laughs> it's more like a sentimental she thing. She was letting it breathe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which I will say in college, uh, it was the first time I thought I had a corked bottle of wine. Um, there was like a, we called it a package store in, in Massachusetts where you bought the, uh, they had everything there, which was great, beer, wine, and liquor. And there was one, a stop ahead of my final destination by my apartment. So I would always get off a stop early and I'd pop in and grab, you know, a 12 pack of beer or a bottle of wine or something and bring home for me and my roommates to share over dinner. And uh, I grabbed a couple of bottles of wine one night and walked back and we opened it up and poured three glasses of it. And we all were just like, holy, holy wow, this is awful. <laughs> and we all like kind of like coughed down that one glass and it was just like very disappointing. Uh, and we just sat the bottle on the, on the counter because we were like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. And so the next day I got home and I was like, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. And I poured it and it had improved significantly. Really? It was actually a very nice wine uh, once, like it really needed to open up. Uh, and it wasn't just me being like, I'm drunk and tired and want to drink. Uh, like I... I made my roommates try it. They're like, I'm not going to drink that again. Like, that was terrible. And I was like, no, just take a sip. And they were like, holy crap, this is, this is good. <laughs> so some wines really do. I'm not saying the Mad Dog is one of them. <laughs> right, okay. Do we have a list of beers that need to breathe? Are there any beers that really need to breathe? Or is the carbonation there's definitely that beers that need to warm up. Some beers need to warm up. And I think to get a lot of the flavor out, sometimes you need to give it a little, like, wine. It looks green when you're swirling it like that in your glass. Yes. Like green peppercorns, maybe? I really, I like this beer I feel like we should have had a handful of different peppercorns so we could taste them and compare. That would have been a good idea. Jason's palate would have embraced the peppercorns if it meant less triple. That's true. <laughs> or maybe everything would have just been, like, devastatingly spicy. That's very possible. I, no, I like this beer a lot. I don't pick up a lot of the peppercorn. I get a little bit, uh, like I said, on the back of my tongue, but other than that... I just think it's it's a nice beer. Jason, I know how you feel about it. E. I like the farmhouse more. Really? I would, I would drink this again, but I would go for the farmhouse first. The Elysian. Do you happen to remember what the Elysian cost? Because the triple, the no. peppercorn was expensive. The triple was expensive. It was eleven dollars. Okay. Which I don't think is that expensive. Oh, okay. I thought it was fifteen. So eleven's mm, not so bad. I could be wrong. You took off the tag. No, it's but. eleven. Okay. All right, that's not so bad then. I would do the saison too. I would do the saison again. Normally, not really a saison guy either, but. I think it's interesting that the one that got a sixty-seven on rate beer is the one that we. I don't. I think I could do maybe nine ounces of it. I couldn't like have a session of that beer. I, the Saison was just a little too funky well, for me to have a lot beer. of. It's got to be like, you yeah. got to go into it. I think it would be a great pairing beer, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pepper yeah. pepper Saison, like, yeah, come on. That's right up our alley. It's perfect for us. Um, I'm thinking like a pepper encrusted, like something. Like a steak, steak or, almost. Yeah. Uh, maybe really not well. steak. Well, I was, actually, I was wondering about a, like a filet of fish. Or fish, yeah. Yeah. Like a nice <clears throat> salmon. salmon. Yeah creepy yeah it's not even a yellow chair you're sitting in right now <laughs> i'm thinking though i got my feet up i'm feeling good feet up beer in hand yeah Relaxing. Here you go again. all i need is a cigar right now i'd be asleep <laughs> oh, in the best yeah. way that's not what it takes to put you to sleep <laughs> that's amazing 30 seconds with my eyes closed usually works um so both of these i think would be great pairing beers but they're so specific that I don't think I'd ever like roll into a bar and be like, yeah, let me get one of them peppercorn saisons. Unless you had ordered dinner and saw that maybe it's something that would go with. Sure. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. Aww. <laughs> now, talk about 30 seconds with his eyes closed. We're yeah. going to get a re It's going to become like a photobomb thing. Like the post-podcast the post photos. 
Just all of us like curled up like, like cats. Like tuckered out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All this drinking really makes me tired. We saw a cat yesterday in the house we were looking at. It was oh, I kid you not. The realtor looks at me and he looks down and he goes, is that cat dead? <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, we're looking to buy this house and it's like in the bush and it's just laid out and it's, you know, 96 degrees outside. That's why I wasn't moving. And I said, um, I certainly hope not, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is. It was like in a bunch of vines, <laughs> sprawled out. Yo, cats love to hang out in vines. Haven't uh, you ever seen the Jungle Book? But I used, to, I used to dance to the Jungle Book whenever that would come on. Apparently, oh my, my parents, god, my I parents. want videos of this. I also, I just want to play the Jungle Book right now and watch <laughs> like your your like young brain take over and just be like, I'm gonna dance. I'd just bop around whenever that thing would come on. I just bounce up and down, I don't holding know. on Is to something. Is that a song? Like I know, like the bare necessities. Bingo, bongo, I want, yes. Oh wait, no. Tell me, what There's was a whole that? Bunch of I don't know that song. Nope. Ta- yes. Say nope. that again for nope. me. What? It's a one time only. You can hit rewind. Oh wait. <laughs> Can't do that right now. Bing-a-bang-a but I can do bumble? it like seven times on the podcast. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's going to be a new soundbite. That's right. It's going to be like copy paste, copy paste. <laughs> you haven't heard that one? No. Binga banga bongo. I don't want to leave the jungle alone. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's the last time it's happening. It's the last time it's happening. So much smiling. Going <laughs> on right now. Oh, man. My teeth are like glistening. Oh. I'm smiling so big. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I have never heard that song. Really? You really. have. And I'm going to guess. If you heard it, bit. it wasn't sung horribly, you would know what that is. Um, I got nothing. No. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Seriously? I, I know wow. the bare necessities. Well, I used, the, to, I used to bounce up and down to that song quite a bit. It's the best dancing I've ever done you in my kinda life, You kind of bounced <laughs> up and down a little right now. I'm not going to lie. Did I really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't, you know, sing it and not do the bouncing. Yeah. It's kind of like the Macarena. You can't. You know, yeah, you got to. You got to do some hand motion the, in there. Right. I don't know what the Nobody. hand motions are, but I have a few. Of course you do. If you started really singing don't. it, you would do them. You I just really like, don't. It's like it, it's in Muscle your bones. Back yeah. in back in middle school, I protested this song because I thought it was the stupidest thing. I ever. refused to electric slide. So I never did it. Yeah, that's because we're way too old for that shit. Well, more like <laughs> even when we got married, like almost ten years ago, I said, "No, you're not playing that song at my wedding. It's awful, and it's groupthink, and I disapprove." It's groupthink. Groupthink. Was it? You're at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you're at a wedding. So think lovey-dovey. We thoughts. much prefer no. group drink. <laughs> yes, exactly. Nice. Can that be a new slogan? New that's a line? good title for Proponents the episode. Of I think <laughs> we much drink. prefer group drink. Yeah. I like it. Could be the quote of the week. Done. I thought um, last week's was really good, actually. It might make a good t-shirt. Did you see it, Jason? No. To us, life is a drinking game. Nice. Yes. <laughs> and it's good. Even if, you, even if you're just yourself, you know, you can still have that slogan, and it can be us. It can be like the royal us. Yeah, the royal we. You can't say to we, life is a drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to each his own. Sure, you, you can, can wee life, I guess. Well, I meant more like your drinking game can be, you know, chess or backgammon, or your drinking game can be World of Warcraft. It doesn't, you're not saying the drinking game has to be Flip Cup, Yeah. Oh, I just like to drink. Yeah, you don't really need to have a game. No, that's part of aging. You don't need an excuse to drink anymore. Yeah. Though I guess if you want to get me to drink that crappy beer, making it a game nope. is going to make it less awful. I wonder if we could do some sort of prize or King's something. King's Cup. Oh, we could do King's Cup where everyone has a crappy beer that they have to drink. Because part of a King's Cup is you have to like pour your Ugh. drink into the middle and then somebody has to drink it at the end. The bad I've, beer medley, yeah. essentially. Ugh. So everyone, every I've time you like lose a round, you have to... Yeah, it be becomes gross. like a cocktail of gross beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I think I, I like the idea of just lining up a set of shots in front of each person and filling it up for each one of them. That was the closest I've ever come to uh, expelling because of uh, because of drinking. I was playing King's Cup and we were drinking lager. We were drinking lager and Allagash White. Actually, there was a, a woman I worked with who introduced me to Allagash before I even knew what anything was. And back when I thought Allagash White was like. The, the best creme de la creme. Yeah. It's good. It's great. It's very good beer. Um, but we were playing a game of King's Cup, and it was the first time I'd ever played it, so I ended up losing, of course. And I'm not going to say I wasn't drunk, but it wasn't because I was drunk that I almost threw up. It was because I had been drinking so much lager, which was basically 45 percent 
there was actually so much liquid in me yeah. yes. that I could feel that my body had had just had too much liquid in it and it was just like nope you can't put any more in here because I will make it all come back up. It's like drinking a <laughs> gallon of milk. There's exactly. a limit to what your right. stomach can yeah, do. Yeah, I could feel like liquid like up halfway up my chest and I was just like, this can't be good. Oh. And it's carbonated. <laughs> yeah. That, that doesn't help. We learned what happens to the tops of things when they're carbonated. Yeah, and I, I just had to take this moment where I was just like, and everyone was like, you don't have to drink that. And I was like, first of all, yes, I do. I lost. <laughs> Second of all, Dennis I will be bulls. okay. Third of all, don't talk to me. I can't talk right now. <laughs> if I open my I'm mouth, just, I just need I happen. just need a moment. And I just sat there with my head down. It took a little minute. And I just kind of processed everything, and I was fine. Mind over matter? Yeah. I was like, not today, body. That's, I own you. I got so Wait much Wait for my black. day off. Like, the first three pub crawls that I went on, and I know we talked about pub crawls and they're their own thing, but the first three pub crawls I went on, I got so much flack because I had to bail early. And my, it wasn't that I was drunk. It was that I said I couldn't, I can't eat anymore. Like, because I know me, and in order to, like, be drinking for several hours, I need to keep eating at intervals to absorb everything that I'm drinking. And it just got to the point where my stomach was so full I'm like, hey, people, guess what? I'm still just a 5'7 woman, and I cannot put any more, you know. I've had all of my greasy food, and I've had all of my... And it's been six hours. I'm line drawn. I'm, I'm out. But good stuff. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen at home, it's nap time at the Dashing Rogue. <laughs> yes. I think we've got to wind down. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am at BeerMistress. At dashing underscore rogue. Uh, we are also online at dashingrogue.com, and my beermistress.com corner is up. I'm so excited with my top tens. Top and tens coming blogs. out almost weekly, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's been super popular, and the breweries on the top tens have been really excited. So hopefully that will also lead to some other visits of breweries. Yeah, that'd be great. I like this a lot. We look forward to taking you with us, maybe not physically, but... In our hearts. And our podcasts. There you go. Uh, also, photos from Adroit of some of our pairings, of some of the new beers we're drinking, of the beer mistress in bed. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. And Facebook. All original photos by just Jason. Just Jason. Just Jason. There you go. That's hey. how I introduced myself at Adroit. Did you? Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Shannon, the beer mistress. Hi, I'm Ian, the professor. And I said, hi, I'm Jason, the photographer? <laughs> <laughs> I like Just Jason. You're looking for a company name. Just, Just Jason. Jason. Just Jason. I like it. Yeah. I do too. It's alliterative. I love alliteration. Please don't anybody trademark that name yet. JJ sort of. Which is also my name, so that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, good ah, news. This podcast brilliant. is not going to launch for two days, so call a lawyer and <laughs> get that trademark. Copyright Real the fast. crap out of that. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, send us your ideas for episode 50. We rate us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, beer mistress at dashingrogue.com. We are thrilled to have you and uh, can't wait to meet you in person. So tweet us so we can come out and see you. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. I'm Jason. Thanks so much for joining us.